Hi, my name is Corey, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from chemical dependence, specifically alcohol abuse. My parents divorced when I was six. Uh, one day, my mother was getting drunk with a bottle of wine. I remember telling her to stop because it scared me. She took that to heart. She stopped drinking, went to church, and started a lifelong relationship with Jesus Christ. I accepted Christ at a young age, was baptized, and went to church three times a week. Growing up, I lived in two different worlds. The church world included the Bible and community support. The world without church included watching my dad drink, getting hooked on pornography that he kept in his home, and enjoying all the things that the world had to offer. Alcoholism had been destructive in my mother's household growing up uh, that she grew up in, and I knew that she did not want that for me. As I left home for college, I finally decided what, what world I wanted to live in. I chose the wide and easy road full of selfishness, worldly pleasures, desires, consumption, and self-gratification. Matthew 7.13 says, Enter by the narrow gate, for the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. That road led to people pleasing and alcohol abuse to escape the pressures of life. Hangovers, blackouts, fights, and not to mention the emotional turmoil of anxiety, stress, fatigue, fear, isolation, worry, and the list goes on. I hurt others as well as myself by engaging in these risky activities that landed me in a mental facility, courtrooms, and finally jail. In spite of having godly men in my life and a faithful praying mother, I continued to walk the wide path, banged up, still an emotional wreck, stubborn and persistent, I graduated college. I started a professional career in banking and began a deeper dive into the world of alcoholism. It started as a work hard all week, enjoy alcohol on the weekend, otherwise known as a weekend warrior. I fell into sex and drugs yet still found myself empty inside searching for more. A girlfriend brought to my attention that I had a drinking problem. For the first time I did something about it and joined an outpatient treatment center for chemical dependency. It was the first time I understood the destruction of alcoholism and that there was a hope for those that wanted to change. Unfortunately, the night I was to graduate the outpatient program, my girlfriend broke up with me. The problem was that I had gone to outpatient treatment for her and not for myself. I went even deeper into alcohol abuse to numb the pain and disappointment. I found myself going out most of the week to get drunk, friends leaving the bar that I came in with and finding myself still sitting at the bar alone. One evening I walked to my truck alone intoxicated. I was robbed at gunpoint, abducted in my truck, taken to a field and told to get on my knees. For the first time, I cried out to God to help me. I was finally broken. 
After some gunshots went off, I realized I was still alive. I have kept the bullet shell from the night to remind me of the second chance God has given me to give my life for him. I felt like God had answered my prayer. He spared my life, but I was scared, alone, full of guilt, ashamed as my wide road adventure was coming to an end. It was a dark place in my life, and something inside me was searching for answers. I was invited to church by a friend while out on the golf course one day. Next day, I found myself at church one night trying to figure out why everyone was so happy. That night, I met a friend who helped me heal from the robbery that took place, and he was the one that led me back to Christ. Since, the mo- since that moment, I rededicated my life to Christ and confessed my sins to God and others. I was able to begin my sobriety with alcohol, tobacco, and pornography and have continued to this present day by the grace of God. 24 hours a day, they say, in recovery. My life was changed in many areas. My faith was growing each day. I was a new man in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. God began to teach me and show me his ways while surrounding me with God's family. In less than a few years, I was married to my wife, who is still with me also by the grace of God. He has blessed us with two beautiful girls, I wish I could continue sharing all of God's blessings in my life, but life is a journey full of up and downs, and recovery is for a lifetime. Early on in my marriage and walk with Christ, it was suggested that I go to a Christ-centered recovery ministry. One would think that I would have taken that wise counsel and run with it, but I chose to stay away from the program. My life was back on track, God had helped me with sobriety, and I had blessings in my life, and I had God on my side, so nothing could stop me now. Yeah, right. After getting married, I had God, a new wife, new career, and sobriety. But I didn't have recovery meetings, daily devotions, accountability, community, or wise counsel other than my wife, but I wasn't listening at the time. How quickly my priorities shifted and my career became an idol. It was the number one focus in my life. My marriage was running a close second, but my wife was alone, feeling controlled, pregnant, and hurting. God was barely on, holding on in third. Proverbs sixteen eighteen: pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. As with most idols, I lost the new career due to anger, but God in his faithfulness blessed us with our first daughter. Instead of addressing the anger and other symptoms starting to surface, I continued to try to revitalize the lost career, and in so doing, I found myself alone again in an empty house, still angry. I lost my wife and daughter through separation because of anger, resentment, and control. 
I'm glad I had a godly wife who listened to wise counsel. I found myself having nowhere to go except my mother's place. I thought to myself, how humiliating. Yet it was during this time that God spoke to me through my mother. Attending church with her and attending recovery meetings, humility poured over me. God used this time with my mother to bless both of us as God has a way of using our worst times to give us some of our greatest memories. She passed away from cancer a few years later. I surrendered to God, committed my, relation, my relationship with Christ, committed to my relationship with Christ, attended Christ-centered recovery meetings consistently, sought accountability, and went through my first step study. It was the toughest step study, as all my resentments, fears, and amends were inventoried. I had to make amends with my wife, family members, and others. It freed me up and lifted burdens I'd been carrying for years. Before I knew it, I was living out in a relationship with Christ, back with my wife and daughter, and living together as a family, employed with my priorities back in order. My wife and I threw, went through Reengage Watermark's marriage ministry, where we had other wiser Christian couples counsel us. I became a Christ Recovery regular attendee and still am today here at Regen. Through all of this, I found out that the anger I had been carrying around for years was towards my dad for leaving my mother, brother, and I and pursuing another woman. God allowed for me to ask for my dad's forgiveness and be forgiven by him for carrying that anger and resentment around for years. He reciprocated, asking for forgiveness, and God has restored our relationship. Thank you, Jesus. Today, my life is centered around Christ. I start my day reading from the Word of God and daily reminders of taking sobriety day by day. It reminds me that I am able to remain sober by surrendering to God daily. There are days where I still want to isolate or think, I have one, or think to have one alcoholic drink, but I'm surrounded by community, accountability, and a weekly schedule that constantly puts me at certain places interacting with others. As I've worked at a Christ-centered recovery, I've discovered other key areas that include balance, rest, moderation, eating, staying hydrated, self-control, seeking forgiveness, and making amends immediately, if possible. I'm reminded daily that I'm a child of God who is loved, valued, and is on the winning team in the end. Christ has conquered sin and death on our behalf, and we ha all we have to do is to be willing to surrender our lives to him. I've also realized that my life in Christ will not be all blessings, but will consist of daily carrying my cross and denying myself. Matthew 16, 24 says, then Jesus said to his disciples, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. If I can offer any encouragement for those in recovery, 
it would be to have a true relationship with Jesus Christ, walk daily with him, trust in his timing, work the 12 steps. It works if you work it. Get a mentor. Watch out for stinking thinking, as a fellow mentor put it one time to me, and show up. If you find yourself alone in transition without answers, communicate to God through prayer and talk to other supporting people. You'll be surprised what God can do in your lives. My name is Corey, and I have a new life in Christ, and I'm recovering from chemical dependence And to God be all the glory.